This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com This next idea, I believe, is one of the most overlooked ideas in all of marriage. In all of marriage. Almost nightly, I sit with couples. And a lot of times, I hear people who, it almost seems like they've gone through psychology school because they are convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that their spouse is mentally unbalanced and they have every diagnosis in the world for their spouse. They are crazy, they're mishugana, they're OCD, they have anxiety, they have every diagnosis in the world. And you turn to the spouse and you say, and what do you have to say? And they go, oh, I'm the one who's crazy? Listen to this guy, he's totally nuts. And it's almost like everybody has has decided if I was a doctor, I'd be putting everybody on pills. And and a lot of times, even within our own relationships, where things are good, we get into a little scuffle, and we just turn, and in our minds, you go, is she joking? Like, is she crazy? Like, is he nuts? Like, like what are they thinking right now? How do you how do you deal with that? So there's an unbelievable machshava by Rav Zaman Saratskin. He says as follows. He says, if you look in the psukim, and I'm paraphrasing here, he says, if you look in the psukim, you see that Kairach steps forward and he starts a massive rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu. And if you look through everything, you see that this was very calculated, that they were attacking Moshe on many, many levels, from the kahuna, from the leadership, from the melech, on all different levels. They were attacking Moshe and Aaron and everything that, the whole structure that was the leadership of Kal Yisrael at that moment in time was being challenged by Kairach. And that was a very dangerous thing. And you look through the psukim, you see that Kairach steps forward and he starts talking and he starts saying this and this and this and this and this. And ironically, Moshe Rabbeinu starts to answer nearly every single thing that Kairach brought to the table. He starts answering and he says, you said this? No, but it's not because of that, it's because of this. And he starts answering everything. And it's almost like very perplexing. Why doesn't Moshe Rabbeinu stand up and say to Kal Yisrael, listen, obviously somebody had a hard childhood, <laughs> obviously Something's wrong with this guy. He's a little bit unstable. Or, Hashem, kill him, climb, destroy him, make him sink into the earth. Why is it that you find in the greatest machlekes and, and, and in history, in, in, in the Mishnah we all know, right? There's like the, the most, like the epitome of machlekes is Moshe and Kairach. Kairach stepping forward with Kairach Vadasai stepping forward and saying, Maisha, you're not the leader. Everything you did was for your own selfish purposes. That was like the greatest Machlaikas ever. So why doesn't Maisha just quash it, kill the whole rebellion, just stand up and say, Hashem, it's all over? Why doesn't he stand up like he did by the ego and say, Mila Hashem Eli? Everybody come running and they just destroy these guys. A few hundred people just destroy them. Why does Maisha sit there and answer? Why does he do that? I'll tell you a fascinating idea. Because the easiest thing in a relationship is to think that the other person is crazy. As soon as they say something that you don't like, as soon as they say something that challenges you, oh, you must be nuts. Something must be off with you. 
you must be a little bit crazy. You must be very hormonal. You must something must be off with you. Moshe is teaching us. When you get into an argument with somebody, hold up, hold up. This is not so simple. And I believe that it sort of gets broken down into three categories, maybe more, but I think that there's three major ones. The first category, and this happens all the time, is the idea that something else is bothering the person. This happens all the time in marriage, right? A guy comes home, and he had a bad day, and his boss yelled at him. He, he walks in the door, and he's just like totally destroyed. And he comes in, and his wife's like, supper is going to be ready in 15 minutes. I'm sorry, I'm running late. And he's like, 15 minutes? I'm starving. And they get into a whole argument. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? It comes from the recognition that if you take a second, you just think most people are not crazy. He just had a bad day. There's something else that is bothering him. It's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with you. He, he said the wrong thing, 100%. But this has nothing to do. There's something else that's bothering him. And the idea that I always like to drive home, and it's like the hardest, hardest thing in the world. And I'm going to say that one more time. It is the hardest, hardest thing in the whole world to do. Is when you realize that there's something off with your spouse. Try to be the constant. Because really all they're telling you is, I had a bad day. I, I, this is this is tough for me. That's all they're saying. They're saying it all wrong. But if you read through what they're saying, that that's what they're saying. Honey, I had a really long day today. Right? Just just recognize that. It it diffuses the entire fight. Fight's over. This is not a fight. This is about you having a bad day. That has nothing to do with me, per se. And sometimes people have a mishigas. And they say, where's supper? I, I needed supper at 7. I'm running out. It's really... Right? There, there's something. There's a mishigas. There's something they're crazy about being on time or they happen to actually be hungry. Okay, fine. But it's not necessarily what they're communicating to you. They're not telling you you're a bad person. They're not attacking you personally. Very often. Very often. There's, there's something here. But it's not a personal thing. And if you simply... Remain the constant. You will avoid a fight. You will avoid a fight. And the third layer, when there's there's really something, it's substantial. It's something that they're bringing to the table, which it hurts. They're they're saying something to you. They're like, hey, you know what? You're not getting up on time. You're not carrying your fair share. You're not doing what you got to do as a person. We we take it so personal, and we're like, yeah, well, you're crazy, and you know what you do also. Here's here's the idea, Maisha and Kairach. Wow, I hear what you say. I hear what you're saying. This is really painful for me to listen to. But you know what? I hear what you're saying. Moshe Rabinu, he, he excelled at that. When Kairach steps forward and Kairach says to him, you're terrible, you're a leader, you're selfish, you're doing everything for yourself. Right? Moshe could have said, yeah, you crazy whack job, there's something off with you. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He's like, wow, I hear what you're saying. I could hear why you would perceive that I would make Aaron into the Kayan Gadol because he's my brother. But I have to tell you something. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. I, I hear that you you thought that you, your family should be put ahead of other families. I, I understand that. I validate that. That's okay. But I want to give you my answer. This is why it happened. Validating what the person is saying is three quarters of the fight. The person's trying to get their point across. They're trying to tell you something. Listen to what they are saying. 
validate them. Wow, that must be very hard for you. That must be very difficult for you. I understand what you're going through. 90% of the time, that's all they want to hear. You're listening to me. Wow, you're listening to me. Don't take it personal. Remain the constant. Be the person who says, you know what? This must be really hard for you. I'm going to do all that I can to rectify this. But remain the constant. Don't get caught up. This is not personal. Most of the time, it is not personal. There's something bothering them. It might not even be you. It might not even be the thing that they are complaining about. But when you recognize that if you're a good person, you probably married a good person. Right? If, if you're a bardas, if you're a smart guy, you're a smart woman, you probably married somebody smart. If you're, if you're not malicious, they're probably not malicious. Just, just remember these two concepts. Validate what the person is saying. Remain the constant. You will avoid so much strife and discord in your home. You'll literally take your marriage from here to there. You're just remaining the constant. They're, they're having a bad day. That means you have to have a bad day. You feel their pain. You're validating it. But don't get caught up in that. When you do that, you'll see so much Hatzlacha in your marriage. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.